Hey, 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 folks, and welcome to the fourth edition of Baldi's Take. Sorry it's been so long since my last podcast came out, but both have been during this quarantine period. I would like to say that I have been busy during this time, but I haven't. I've just been at home watching TV, reading some books, and just kind of enjoying this. But one of the things that I just watched was the Hobbit series. So I've never really been into the Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. Just, I don't know, never caught my interest. I've more been a Harry Potter fan. And I feel like that's, I could be completely wrong here, but I feel like you're either a Harry Potter fan or a Lord of the Rings. You could be both, but have more of a liking to one side. And I just, I never even read the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit books or I haven't even seen the movies before. Harry Potter, I've read the books a few times. I'm currently rereading them now. And then afterwards, watching the movie. It's quite fun. I do enjoy it. So my dad's a big Lord of the Rings and Hobbit fan. So he said, let's watch The Hobbits. And then after that, go to The Lord of the Rings. And I said, sure, let's do it. Might as well try it. Always kind of wanted to. Want to see what this is all about. So... The book, the Hobbit book, I believe is just over 300 pages. Okay? Not too long. They made three movies. Three movies out of that. In total, about eight and a half hours. Are you kidding me? Are you? No. No. That's obscene, folks. That's obscene. So, movie starts off. This old wannabe Dumbledore from Harry Potter, I'm sorry, but his name's Gandalf, it's the wizard, and comes over to just this random hobbit, like there's this hobbit village, and he could choose any of them, I mean there's hundreds of houses there, and he's like, yep, this is the one right here, Bilbo Baggins, which... That's a phenomenal name, though, so I'll give him kudos for that. And he said, you're who needs to go on the quest with us with all these dwarves. And he's like, no, I don't think so. And the dwarves come in and just steal all of his food. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to sleep it off. They go off for the journey. And then, of course, you know he's going to come on to the trip. So he does. Dwarves at first don't like him, and that's expected. He's not used to the life of going out and going on this adventure with dwarves or going out. He's just somebody that's supposed to be living at home and yada, yada, yada. So, long story short, it in the first movie, because what they're trying to get, the end goal, is the dwarves are trying to get back to their castle on a mountain that got taken over by a dragon okay that's fine fine with me it took three movies to reclaim their their land no 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 it's not even that far away the first movie they didn't even make it there they're just like oh there it is Movie's over. What? Imagine seeing that in the theater and just being disappointed, having to wait another year just to be like, oh, okay, 
we have to wait another year for them to just go on another two and a half hour journey to not even get to where they need to get. Cool, 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 cool. And then they they come across these elves and there's two different types of elves though. There's like the woodland elves and then just the normal elves, which I, I they're the same thing. I mean, I I don't get it at all. And they go through all of these, which it's like, why do you have to make the interactions that long? I mean, you could just have them veer in there real quick, and the fighting scenes are just insanely long. Come on. So, then, near the end of the second movie, they finally get there to their castle house thing. And... And it's like, all right, third movie is when, like, the actual movie starts. So, really, if I'm somebody that's never seen this, what I would recommend is watch the first 30 minutes of the first Hobbit movie and then go and watch the last movie. There's no need for all of that other part. It's just, eh, we have time. Let's just make more movies. So then we got... This guy, Thorin, who's like the leader of the dwarves. And there's a town away from their house on the mountain. I don't know what it's called. I think they said it. Probably they did. I I don't remember. There's a lot of names and stuff in it. But there's a town just across the bridge. And they wanted their fair share of the money. Which Thorin even said... Oh yeah, when we get back, I'll be sure to give you the money that you deserve. And there's there's loads of gold in there and stuff. So it's like, if even half of that went, he wouldn't even notice. Dude, you live in a mountain. What are you going to be spending all that money on? Nothing. He just wants this one, like, shining piece, which is... It's, it's a special thing for him. I get that. But... Bilbo found it, didn't want to give it to him because the dragon, which was already in there, basically was like, yeah, don't give it to him. Make make Thorn kind of go crazy. And Bilbo's like, all right, say no more. So then he gives it to the enemy and it's like, yeah, if, if you want your stuff, you can you can just show him this and then he'll give it all back and then everything will be happily ever after. Well, Thorin is like, okay, well, Bilbo, I'm going to kill you. And then all the dwarves are like, no, no, don't do that. Gandalf said, no, don't do that. And he has his wizard magic, which I don't know why that did not come into play more. If he's a wizard, he he should be unstoppable. He didn't die. If he did die, I would write a strongly worded letter that he should not. Anyways. So, Thorin and his 13 dwarves are, instead of making the deal of just giving them their money, yeah, let's let's go to war and fight. I- excuse me? Against normal-sized people. And then, here's here's the best part right here. 30 or 40 minutes into the fight, they're... They're still not fighting, and 
one of the dwarves, Kaylee, Kaylee, something like that. It's just like, so Thorn, are we gonna go and f fight? Because it was it was because of us they're fighting and we're not even out there. It's like oh. Great idea. Let's go out there. So then it's just they're they're out fighting, and then we got like Shrek's cousins out there who are just fifty feet tall, and somehow these these dwarves go out and beat them. No, I'm sorry, that's not likely. No, 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 no. And then Thorin sees his cousin, who is another group that came to help fight and during this whole fighting and people are dying and stuff out there they're just having this great moment and hugging it's like I, I, no that's not how it works i folks so i won't spoil the ending there's some key characters that don't make it but it was it was okay it wasn't my favorite, but I, I've heard that the Lord of the Rings series is better. But keeping, keeping everything open and open mind with it. Also, what the heck is Gollum? No, he has two personalities. I thought that it was just one, one guy, but it's like split that movie, uh, which that movie actually was good by... M. Night Shyamalan or Shyamalama Ding Dong, that guy. Gollum, that was a little odd. I'm not going to lie. Nah. Nah. And then we got Thrandal, the leader of the Woodland Elves, who's basically Lucius Malfoy. They look identical. So, I can't trust him. Even if he's supposed to be good, I lost trust in him from the beginning. It was way too long. And if they trimmed it down to a two and a half, three hour movie, just one, then they just show the progression of getting there, but not actually step by step, it would be better. But way too long, way too in depth. And that's that's the take on the three hobbits. And then I'll watch the Lord of the Rings next and evaluate those. Hopefully they're better. Speaking of things that I watched, I rewatched the whole How I Met Your Mother series, which is personally one of my top TV series. Even though the ending is not my favorite, the show as a whole is phenomenal. And... It's been a while since I watched that, so rewatching it was a major delight. Major delight. So, in the mood of watching stuff, thought that I would give my top 10 best Pixar movies. Now, I did the top 10 best Disney movies, but this is different. I mentioned in that one that I was going to do two different lists because they are two different subgenres. Pixar technically started out on its own thing, and then Disney came in, swooped it, took it under its wing, and now 
It's huge. They even have a part at Disneyland Grand California Adventure. And it's now called Pixar Pier, which is just all Pixar. It's pretty cool. So, again, this is just my personal opinion. And it's what I think on the top ten. But going through first, I just think that the Pixar movies, the animation, the soundtracks, and just the detail and just every inch of animation that they put in there. I mean, you can just see all the work. Incredible. Even the ones that didn't make it onto the top ten. It's just, they're still really good. And they're great movies, great stories that go with them. And it's just cool because how would they get these ideas of these random stories? It's just really, really cool. Really. So coming in at number 10 is Up. Now, Up is a really good movie. I do like it. But for me personally, if I'm going to move a movie into like the number one slot, let's say, I have to be able to watch it often. And Up, I can't watch it often. It's too sad of a movie. I mean, you got Carl Fredrickson's wife passing away right at the beginning of the movie. No. I mean, the song, the married life song, the da, 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 that's a great song, but it's it just, you know, it's, it's sad. You can't watch that one too often. It's kind of a every now and again, but that being said, it's a great movie. And at the end, you know, it warms your heart. So I'll put that one at the 10 spot. Number nine, I got... Finding Nemo. Now, I do like Finding Nemo a lot, but I do think that it is just a shade overrated. I do think that that one is one that gets overplayed, overmentioned, all of that type of stuff. So, yes, I do like it. Yes, I do like the story, but I think that it's been dragged out a little bit too much, which is a shame. It's a good movie. Great story with it. Um, yeah. Number eight is Toy Story 3. Now, I do like Toy Story 3. And I, I do love the Toy Story movies. This one, I think, is the weakest of the Toy Story movies. Where... You got them at a daycare, and it's just... Eh, you don't have that that bond that the first and the second movie have. And it's just, it's different. And yes, all the toys are there and stuff, but it's just, it's a different feel. Not, not my favorite, but still, it's Toy Story, so I do like it. Next, got Monsters, Inc., Monsters, Inc., I really like the soundtrack. I like the characters, Soli and Mike. It's a great duo right there. But, I don't know. I think that that kind of got on the track, at least for me. Like, Finding Nemo, a little bit overplayed. A little bit over too hyped and talked. And kind of lost its meaning a little bit. So, I do like this movie, and this movie is still good. You know, we got a 2319! Like, 
that's good. That's still an iconic line, you know, when the sock, the human socks on the monster and he just walks out of the room, just yet that da, yet that da. And then you got the people in the yellow suit come and shave him down. And that's, that's great. And then the boss, Mr. Water Moose with the about 50 eyes. That's, that's funny. That's great. You got, they run on their electricity in power and everything is run on screams. Like, how do you think of that? That's just a great story. And I do like Monsters, Inc. Well done. Next, number six is Toy Story 4, the most recent Toy Story movie that came out. Now, it's likely that this is going to be the last Toy Story movie. And I think that this is a good end to the Toy Story franchise because it ends it in a way that leaves it with nothing really to wonder. It's just, it's there. Did they really need to make this movie? No, they didn't. But that being said, has that good closure and a good ending. And with that, I think it's better than the third one. And I think that it was a good movie and a good story with it. So that one takes the number six spot. At number five is Pixar's second movie that they made, and that being A Bug's Life. Now, a lot of people thought that this came out as a flake, as during that same time, Ants got released by, I believe, DreamWorks. So, people thought that one was better. I think this is good. This is a great movie. You're following Flick, who likes to make all these inventions and then goes to try and find all these bugs so they can scare off the grasshoppers who's going to take the food. And then they find these scary looking bugs come back. They're actually circus bugs. And it's just, that's a great story. Original type. And I think that that one's really good. Music's phenomenal. The beginning track in it. Very good. And I might add that a lot of the soundtracks in these Pixar movies are from Randy Newman, who is one of a kind. Well done. Number four is The Incredibles. I think this movie is so good with the the classic music to the characters the main characters to the secondary characters everything about it i think is really good and this is like an actual people type one all the others are like objects well up is people but this is good it's they're superheroes then they have to go to normal life then you got edna mode then all of that. Good, good movie. I like it. Next, th this one I think is the most underrated Pixar movie, and that is Ratatouille. I, I, I think Ratatouille is very well done. The soundtrack in that, every time I hear it, just makes me really happy. And it's just, it's such a bizarre story with a rat that's just found on the street and goes into his name. The cook's name is Alfredo Linguini. <laughs> That's a great name. Come on. As a 
restaurant in Paris. Come on, that's that's pretty good. So to get him to cook, you got Remy the rat who's just pulling on his hair and then he just becomes this fantastic cook. And it's just, how do you get that idea, first of all? And second of all, it's brilliant, it works, and I love the movie. At the number two spot, I have Toy Story 2, which... When you get to sequels in movies, it's really hard to get movies that are better than the original or as good as the original. Toy Story 2, I think, is right up there with the original Toy Story. It's just a great story. And then you get new characters along with Jesse, Bullseye, Stinky Pete, Al from Al's Toy Barn. And you got the good music in there like Woody's Roundup good movie oh and zerg you can't even forget zerg so that that one's good and then at the number one spot it is toy story the movie that started it all for pixar and it's not just my favorite pixar movie it's it's just it's probably one of my favorite disney movies in general it's just it's such a good movie and it's a great story in all of the Toy Story movies follow this plan of basically what the toys are doing when the owner's not in the room and the owner being Andy for the first two movies. But it's it's just awesome. And you see the life that they have. And then in Toy Story, when the new toy Buzz comes into Woody's world with all the other toys and how that shakes up things and I, I just think that it's really good and the whole movie franchise was well done so I was a big part of my childhood there and I did enjoy that so Pixar movies I think are good and the Pixar movies are something that you could watch right now on Disney plus you know something that could be entertaining during this quarantine time so last little food for thought here so when I learned how to tie my shoes, yes, this is weird food for thought, but I'm just, I'm thinking. When I learned how to tie my shoes, it was the classic, you know, you get the bunnies, the bunny ears, and then you go loop, and then a double loop, and then that's that's it. So then, you know, when I get a little older, and, you know, that's how I'm tying my shoes, then I find out that there's another way to learn or another way, a proper way, I should say, to tie your shoes. And I'm thinking, why are you teaching me another way? Teach me one way from the beginning. So, yes, I'm still tying my shoes the original way, the bunny way. Are you kidding me? You got the the two bunnies, and they're going and bouncing in the field, the loop-de-loop. Like Spongebob said, you get the loop-de-loop and pull, and your shoes are looking good. I mean, don't teach me multiple ways to tie my shoes. That just gets way too confusing. If my shoes get tied, then my shoes get tied. So I think that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? Right. Gazpacho. All right, Disney fact of the day. This one is about Splash Mountain. The original name for it was going to be Zippity River Run. Now, the reason it wasn't Zippity River Run is it was shut down by Michael Eisner, who was the 
former CEO of the Disney company, and he shut it down because he wanted Splash in the name because of the new movie with Tom Hanks Splash was coming out, and they wanted a way to promote it. He even tried to get a mermaid because the movie is about a mermaid. He tried to get a mermaid into the ride, but the Disney Imagineer shut that down quickly and said that does not fit with the story. So the best they could do was just have Splash in the name. And they wanted it, or Michael Eisner wanted it so that since that was a mountain, he wanted it to go with the Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain theme of having mountain in it. Well, folks, looks like that's all the time we have. Stay safe again during this quarantine. Wash those hands and six feet apart. Until next time, ciao for now. Hey, howdy, hey, folks. This is Ben Baldwin with Baldy's Take. Today's podcast is a little different. I'm interviewing Alex Pavlovic, who covers the San Francisco Giants as a beat writer for NBC Sports Bay Area. We talk about MLB and COVID-19 to San Francisco Giants stuff and to Alex's personal opinions on things. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Enjoy. Hey, folks. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Alex Pavlovic. Until next time. Ciao for now.